This is episode 562 of the AWS podcast, released on December 12th, 2022. G'day, Simon here asking for a favor. We love to get your feedback and we really want to find out how we can make the podcast even better for all of our regular listeners. So take a moment and fill out the very short survey from the link in the show notes. Really appreciate it. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the official AWS podcast. We got some awesome updates with Amazon Open Search Serverless. My name is Hanwin Lochran. I'm also known as Han Solo, co-host of the official AWS podcast, and I'm joined by Carl Meadows and Pavani Vadapudi. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Hi, Han. Cool. So before we get started, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do at Amazon Web Services? Sure, I'll go first. Hi, great to be here, Han. Um, my name is Carl Meadows. I'm Director of Product Management for Amazon Open Search, uh, which covers our you know, managed service and Open Search Serverless, as well as oversee the open source project that is Open Search. Yeah, thanks, Han. And I'm Pavni Badapuri. I'm uh one of the product managers in Carl's team and uh, currently focused on open search serverless. Nice. We are here to discuss a groundbreaking update with Amazon Open Search Serverless. You heard it right. So back in the day, I used to run what was called the Elk Stack or Elasticsearch Logstash and Kibana that I used for real-time application monitoring, log analytics, and website search, etc. It was challenging to manage on-prem, to reshard the clusters, and manage the storage and compute, etc. So when AWS came out with managed service for Elasticsearch and now OpenSearch, it was a game changer. I'm so excited about this one because this update is the new service option for Amazon OpenSearch service. It's it's easy to run petabyte scale search and analytics workloads without having to think about clusters, which is amazing. So with that, what, what is this new Amazon Open Search Service option? Sure. Yeah, we're really happy to announce that uh, we now have a new deployment option for Amazon Open Search Service. So traditionally, when you're using Amazon Open Search Service, customers would deploy dedicated clusters, which are you know, sets of EC2 instances that would power an open search workload. This is super powerful. It's highly configurable. And it makes it really easy for you know, people like you that have been you know, self-managing it to lift and shift and bring that over to the service. And then the service takes care of patching, uh, managing, updating, and providing a, you know, a highly available cluster for you. However, that does you know, require you still to have some understanding of open search internals. Like you have to understand sharding, you have to understand sizing, and because uh, you're managing a cluster that you know is providing a service to a workload, with serverless we flip all this on its head. So a customer doesn't have to know anything about sharding or sizing. They just get an endpoint. Uh, they get an endpoint for open search, an endpoint for open search dashboards, and they can then spin up collections, which is a new abstraction in the serverless world, which is a a set of indices that work together and have their own endpoint, they can spin those up at will in seconds, and they're going to scale to match the needs of the workload. So you don't have to know anything about sharding. You don't have to know anything about you know, how to size your workload, which, is, which can be really complicated for large production apps. When using OpenSearch, you can just get started right away. One other thing I would, I would say about serverless as well, in order to make this happen, we've 
really redesigned OpenSearch to be a cloud native application by eliminating this cluster completely. We do this by giving us the ability to independently scale both indexing and searching and fully decoupling compute and storage. This allows us to create a more efficient, scalable, and responsive service for our customers. That's super cool. So how does this relate to Amazon Open Search Service? It's just another option for you to use. So as when you go to Amazon Open Search Service, you know, you'll see that you know what was the previous service with the dedicated domains is you know now called managed clusters and you'll see there's a new option now for serverless when you can use them both together and you can manage your serverless collections all from the serverless section of Amazon Open Search Service. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I mean, why why should customers be excited about this option? It just makes getting started with Open Search that much easier. So many workloads that run on open search, you know, they have some variability to it. If it's your indexing for logs, it has some seasonality throughout the day or over the weekend, or a search workload that might need to double and triple and scale around some big event to support your business. Uh, serverless customers don't have to pre-plan. They don't have to worry about capacity being available for peak or any capacity available for redundancy. All of that's taken care of by the serverless service. And you as a customer now only build for whatever compute was needed to service your workload, not all the extra compute and uh, sizing that you did in order to prepare for your peak load. That's super cool because like I remember having to like scramble for compute and storage, especially in those peak times, especially around seasonality and et cetera. So with this, right, why is the separation of compute and storage impactful for open source serverless? Yeah. So I can take that. In in the cluster world, right, storage and compute are tightly coupled, which can make sizing and scaling difficult. Our customers are running, like you mentioned, a wide range of use cases. Some of them are storage heavy, while some use cases are compute heavy, right? So if either storage or compute requires additional capacity to support these workload peaks, they need both to be scaled at the same time due to this tight coupling between storage and uh, compute, right? Which can sometimes lead to inefficiencies. Also scaling in open search requires data to be redistributed across the nodes, again, because of this tight coupling, which can be sometimes time consuming and resource intensive, especially for large data sizes. So to avoid these problems in production, customers often you know, over-provision their systems, which can lead to higher than necessary costs. And one more thing is that due to this tight coupling of storage and compute, we have the same set of nodes now servicing both indexing and search uh, and query requests in the cluster world. Right. So an intermittent predict or an predictable spikes in search queries may affect the indexing performance if both these functions are happening at the same time. With serverless, we've decoupled storage and compute. So each of these resources can be scaled independently of each other based on the workload demands. Additionally, all the data that is being ingested is stored in S3, which provides customers with the same 11.9's data durability as S3. And now that we've separated the storage and compute, we have now performance isolation of ingestion and search workloads. What that means is we have a set of nodes that are just basically uh, managing the ingest workloads while there is another set of compute nodes that are just managing the search workloads. So we have this performance isolation built in. 
right? So when there is an application monitoring, for example, uh, you know, workload that receives a sudden burst in logging activities, especially during an availability event, serverless can just scale the compute and storage required to ingest and store the data without really impacting the search performance. And that's very helpful, especially when you have those bursts. And that's where it got me in trouble was that we were not able to scale at that time. And, you know, we had to like add the cluster, reshard, reindex. So with this serverless option and, you know, separating the compute and storage definitely gives you that that scalability um, and um, from the serverless manner. So that's awesome. Uh, uh, so with this new option, how, how does this, you know, help customers like control cost? Right. So I, I think uh, first and foremost, with this new option, customers don't have to pre-provision or over-provision instances for their peaks, right, for their peak workloads. Open source serverless will automatically provision and scale their resources based on workload demand. Also with serverless, customers are given configuration options at the account level to restrict resource usage. So that will enable them to control their billings and costs. That's pretty cool. So I, I know I have some customers that use, you know, open search today. And, you know, I mean, how would I use like open search serverless in conjunction with open search service? Cool. I'll, I'll take that one. So, you know, as excited as I am about serverless and I'm super excited about it, I think it's going to be really powerful and helpful for our customers. I don't expect managed clusters to be going anywhere, and there's going to continue to be lots of cases where customers will prefer to continue using them. So I, I expect both to be very popular. So to understand why, you know, one of the things that makes open search great is that it can be useful in so many contexts. Like I often liken it to a Swiss Army knife. It can support search, time series data, but it also has support for geospatial and complex analytical function, data visualization. It's used a lot of different ways. So while we're designing serverless to be great for you know, common search and time series cases out of the box, there are many customers that will have cases where they need more control. You know, like, let me give you an example. Say I had an ad tech workload where I had very simple queries, but they had to have incredibly low response times. I might need a managed cluster to make sure I can really tune to the specific needs of my workload uh, so that I have that control that I need. But so I can, I think both will remain popular for different cases and we'll, you know, excited to have both these options for our customers. And you mentioned geospatial. So when I used to run the Elasticsearch, I would have basically a map of all incoming traffic coming into my e-commerce website where I can see where things flow and et cetera. So from the dashboarding process, it's very powerful that we can get that insight. So how does this work with open search dashboard? Oh, that's a great question. So yes, in, in serverless, you get a dashboards interface with every collection that you instantiate. So you know, just like in the managed service, we have a dashboards endpoint for each open search endpoint. And the serverless site, each collection will have an open search endpoint that your clients will write to and have a dashboards endpoint that you can log in and look at all your visualizations. You can look at your geospatial maps. And that's coupled in with the, the price of the compute. And so there's no additional charges for dashboarding. That's pretty cool. So, how does uh, how does it work with existing open search APIs? Like, why does it matter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we have 
tens and thousands of customers using open search today, right? Both our managed service as well as the open source, uh, open search project. Customers really love the flexibility it provides. And also many of them use dashboards and the query engine to visualize and analyze the data. So one of our tenets when building serverless was that, you know, customers should be able to transition to serverless easily without really having to make any major changes to their application. Right. Therefore, we ensured that serverless supports the same open source, open search, query, and indexing APIs so that customers can easily get started with ingesting their data and as well as searching their data without having to really learn a new tool altogether again. And additionally, serverless also supports the same ingestion pipelines and high-level clients as the managed service and the open source project. So end-to-end, -end, you know, they can basically use serverless with minimal changes. Awesome. So same ease of use, you know, capability. That's pretty cool. So what are some of the customers saying about the open search serverless? Yeah, I mean, we have a wide range of customers and the feedback from them has been very encouraging, right? I mean, they like the fact that they no longer have to closely manage and tune open search clusters to ensure their system is sufficiently resourced and stable at scale, right? Uh, they don't need open search expertise to decide how large their shards should be or how frequently they should be rotating their indices because it's all taken care of by the serverless software itself. Also, they like the fact that, you know, especially the customers with restricted budgets, like the fact that they don't have to pre-provision resources and that it's already taken care of automatically by serverless. Um, so yeah, overall, the customers like the ease of use and the efficiency that comes with the open source serverless. Awesome. So what is the future strategy of open source serverless? Yeah, I obviously this is just the very beginning. You know, we are moving into preview and we're super excited to hear how customers use it, give us feedback. So what was most important at, at this stage is to make sure we really had a, the core open search and core open search dashboarding experience nailed for customers. But then, you know, as we move forward, you know, we're going to be quickly adding more and more features to open search serverless. So many of the advanced features that customers enjoy on open search, like the observability extensions, SQL support, support for vector search or K nearest neighbor capabilities that are uh, available in open search managed clusters and in the open source. We'll make those features also available in open search serverless as we move forward into GA and beyond. Awesome. So I have to ask one more question. So how mm -hmm. do customers get started on open search serverless? Yeah. So with open search serverless, uh, they really don't have to worry about clusters anymore. So we provide a new construct, as Carl has already mentioned. They can just go to the serverless option under Amazon Open Search Service and create collections, right? So once they've created their collections, they'll be able to ingest their data using the same open search uh, APIs that they're already familiar with. And of course, it supports the same query language as well. So with that, I think uh, we anticipate customers to get started very easily with serverless as they're already familiar with the existing open source tooling. Super cool. So ready to go, point and click. Awesome. So Carl and Pavani, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having us. It was great. Yeah. 
And as always, we love to get your feedback. There is a link in the show notes to submit your feedback. And until next time, keep on building.